welcome back for another episode of In The Loop. First one of 2022. Here to talk about a shit ton of NFL news. Niggas wilding out on their coaches. Organization going at the player's neck. Not gonna say no names yet. And then we have a lot of NBA talk, a lot of surprising teams that have been making an impact and surprising players on top of that. So it's been going on in the, in the two weeks. What you been up to? I'm just chilling, being a family man. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing. Holidays was great. You enjoy Cancun? Man, it was it was exactly what I needed. Yeah, I I was seeing UNT's pictures on social media and stuff. I was like, yeah, I need to go. Yeah, man. It's something about just getting a passport that opens shit up for you. Yeah. It was dope. It was really That dope. is like something that I wanna I wanna leave the world. I will not, not I'll leave the world. That's y'all wild. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, want leave, I want to leave the U.S. I want to get out of the U.S. Yeah, bro, that's wild. Y'all, I, I'm okay. Uh, you feel me? I, uh, I trust wow. um, I just want to leave the U.S. for like a couple of days. Yeah. Take a trip somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nothing better. All right, man, let's dig into uh Week 17 and, and talk about the current playoff picture in the NFL. Going to go game by game real quick. So <laughs> this is ridiculous. The pay, the Pats beat the Jaguars 50 to 10, of course. Um, the Patriots are now currently 10 and 6. Wow, surprise, surprise. Bounce back year, totally. That's like the magic number without Brady, huh? It seems to be. It's very strange. Rams beat the Ravens in a close one. Uh, Matt Stafford continues to just, I don't know what this nigga be doing sometimes. They aren't my Super Bowl prediction anymore, I'll tell you that much. Just play mid and yet still win. So, yeah, uh, Baltimore... It's pretty much all the playoffs. They have a small percentage to make it based on three teams winning and losing. So, you know how yeah. that goes. I hate games like that. Yeah. I think that's how Bills made the playoffs the one year. Uh, I don't even remember. Honestly. I think it was Cincinnati that won. Oh, yeah. That was like four or five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. The Buccaneers barely beat the Jets after Brady – of course, does what he does and has a game-winning drive. Um, he didn't have the best game in the world. His numbers look sweet, but hey, it's whatever. They're twelve and four. Of course, they're the top of the division. Um, up next, the Bills beat the Falcons after a rough start in the first half. Josh Allen throws two picks in the second quarter. They completely steamrolled them in the second half, defensively at least, to win 29-15. The Bills are 10-6. Let's see here. The Chargers beat pretty much the breaks off of 
the Broncos 34 to 13. The Chargers are nine and seven now. Uh, they could be looking for their tenth win this week, which is very weird. I'm still getting used to the whole seventeen game thing. Yeah, it is just uh, kind of off to me, but yeah, I don't get it. But whatever. Uh, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, welcome back to the NFL. They beat the Lions, <laughs> fifty-one to twenty-nine. <laughs> oh, Lions is terrible. Yeah, they're fucking garbage. Cardinals beat the Cowboys. Uh, we'll get to the Cowboys, but the Cardinals pretty much did what they've been doing all year. Uh, they are now eleven and five. I'm sure they're going to be twelve and five by the time you listen to this. And the final game we're going to touch on is. The Browns and Steelers. Uh, the Browns are officially out of the playoffs. The Steelers still have somewhat of a chance if teams lose, but again, we know how that goes. So let's look at the picture now. The playoff picture. We're going to read the scenarios and see what's up. It's also Big Ben's last home game. I'm happy that they're actually retiring him so he can get out of here. Yeah, he needs to retire. Yeah, he got to get out of here, man. He's had a good career. Hang it up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, and the NFC six teams have already clinched playoff berths. Green Bay, of course. They have the first round by. Um, Aaron Rodgers is the front runner for MVP, pretty definitively now, if you ask me. Um, the Rams, Tampa Bay, Dallas, Arizona, and Philly, surprisingly. I've only watched like two Philly games. I have not watched Philly at all. Yeah, so I'm pretty surprised by that. Like, how did they get there? I don't know. I guess Jalen Hurts, I guess he's been playing well. Isn't he in the same division as the Cowboys, correct? Yeah. It's the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and who else? Washington? Uh, No. Um, Washington is still... Nah, Washington's just out. I was about to say they're still fighting. No, I'm saying, like, who's in that division? Oh, who else is in that division? Yeah, Washington. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. wait. I, I... Hmm? How close is the Cowboys and Eagles record? Uh, let me see. The Cowboys are eleven and five. The Eagles are nine and seven. That's a bad division. So that's why it's probably the worst division in football. It has it's been like that for like a couple a of while. years. Yeah, a while. For sure. So if we follow this current playoff picture, um the Eagles will play the Rams. I feel like that's gonna be a very easy game for the Rams, if things to tell they are. Um, and that of course would be in SoFi Stadium in LA. That still would be Bucks and 49ers 
in Tampa Bay. I don't think that's a game they want to play first. Just saying. Really? The 49ers? Yeah. 49ers have what it takes to beat Brady, and that's a pass rush. Yeah. So it's like, and they also have a good run defense. I believe they're top 15 in every statistic. I think they're top 10 in passing, though. Top 10 in passing, top 15 in rushing. So it's like, gosh, it might be tough. Depending on how the 49ers, if if they can put up points, because I believe Kittle's injured again, like always. Yeah, he stays injured. That's Uh, the news. All the running backs are hurt. They take turns getting hurt. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, Debo Samuel's been balling this year. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has actually been looking okay. Like, when doesn't he look only okay though? He's I mean, the king of like okay. A, though it's like they're winning games, so it's like you can't really like, you know. I can't really think of many situations where they won games because of him though. It's kind of like, all right, nigga, you did your job. You're okay, but we got it from here. Those type of wins. Yeah, that's what it. That's what I think. That's what accurate. That's yeah. accurate to make. Yeah. Then we have Cardinals and Cowboys, which is probably the the best matchup in the first <sighs> round. It's like yeah. I want to pick the Cowboys, but I really feel like they're gonna lose because of Trayvon Diggs. All right. So. I don't really have much of an opinion on Trayvon, but the floor is yours. What's the uh, what's your read on him? I don't think he's a good corner. A good corner at all? Not at all. Like he, now, he, it's hard he, to say his, that. His okay, I listen. I hear you. It's like why? How could the person who lead the league in interceptions be like not good? This is the thing. You have to look at the aspect like from a corner standpoint now because when we're when you say that somebody's the best corner right now, people some people say Trayvon, some people say Jalen Ramsey, so you kind of have to match up Ramsey versus Trayvon. So, can Trayvon play the run better than Ramsey? Uh, no. Yeah, no. he can't tackle. His rush defense is not good at all. Wait, so you just comparing him to Ramsey or like deal with the good? I'm, I'm comparing him to Ramsey, and I don't even think he's better than like top corners. Like he gives up to he leads the league in yards given up at mm-hmm. the position. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been like on national TV, there's literally been games of him getting cooked. Like, I believe the one game, who did they play? And it went into OT. The Patriots, I believe? Uh, It might have been the Patriots. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. But as far as the overall corner, I don't think he's that good. I think. I what do you mean by I, that good? Like, where? Like, yeah, what like, is that's why I thought about that. I'm like, I just don't think that, one, I don't think he should get defensive player of the year at all. I think. Whoever, I think between Michael Parsons and T.J. Watt, I think those would be be the only two people in the defensive player of the year conversation, only because 
literally Cowboys, they play Michael Parsons at corner. They play him in the box. And they also play him um, he at like receivers too. Yeah. He, he covers me. literally plays. Honestly, you could put him everywhere but safety. But I've seen him at corner, which is crazy. Yeah, he's a Swiss Army knife on defense. I agree with that. He should be the front runner. I don't and know if T- I say. Go ahead. And TJ Watt just broke the record for the most sacks in a season. Yeah, TJ. With less amount of games. For sure, for sure. I don't know so if I call the man bad though. Not that good. I would, like, but it's just. Like, I think he's still a rookie, so it's like I, I'm giving him a bit of leeway there, because you know he's still, again, he's still getting used to. He's like new to the position. Even did change his position in college because oh, he was he, he was there. He he went to Alabama as a receiver. Okay. But, Changed his position to a corner, but okay, it was like he was a first round pick, so he must have been good at the position. It's not like, yeah, you know. But I got to NFL. He just gives up too many yards for me. His rush defense is not that good. Zone defense not that good. Man defense, he gets beat. I like, mean, his zone. It's something got to be good if he's getting these picks. Like I feel like. I, some like, aspect of his game has to be good. It's like watching him, it's like, okay, you give up 60 yards. You give up a 60-yard catch. But then the next possession, a couple plays after that, you get a pick. So now it's like that 60-yard catch that they got earlier in the in the drive doesn't matter. So he's a boomer or bust type of corner. Yes, and, but it's just like you can't, you can't be that at that position, especially because it is the hardest position in the NFL. I agree, you uh, can't. Corner, corner is definitely the hardest position in the NFL, and then after that, it's safety, then middle linebacker, then defensive one. I would agree with that. I think you're so. Right. It's like uh, you can't play that way in like the hardest position in the NFL. I like Jay Ramsey's so good it's gotten to the point where they put him at a linebacker position. Sometimes he plays defensive end and like uh, I mean he'll play like a slot nickel so he can blitz off the he edge. Can rush. Yeah he can come off yeah the like edge. he does a whole like Ramsey does a whole bunch of stuff. But that also like, goes to like defensive philosophy too like Dallas doesn't have that defensive philosophy where they move. They do it around. with Micah. But, yeah, but, but that's Micah. Like, they do it with him. That's what I'm saying. So they don't really do – they don't really mix it up with him. So we don't know if Duke can actually do it. It's just that the Rams' defensive philosophy is a lot more versatile. So we can yeah. see different players it's, do different things. It's just hard for me to say he could be in the defensive player of the year conversation, but he's not the best defender on this team. I agree with you. I still think he, he should be in the conversation, but I agree that Micah and TJ should be ahead of him. I feel like by default, you got to. Like, the man is two picks away from the all-time record for picks in the season. That's ridiculous. As a rookie, like, that's outrageous. That's crazy. Who has the record? Some random nigga. It's like, from the 1980, I think. I forgot his name. Yeah. About how good these dudes were back then. I mean, they only ran man defense though, so now I think that right. makes it tougher. 
Because there wasn't no zones. So you literally had to play a man 1v1, but you actually had to play that route. You can't just sit in the zone and find the ball or whatever the case may be. That's true. That's a good point. But, so you, yeah. you got Cardinals beating Cowboys in the potential? Um, it's in Dallas, too. I really don't think that matters, honestly. Who are you going You know how I feel about the Cowboys, man. I'm running with the Cardinals. I might go Cowboys. Okay. I, it just depends on... It depends. I don't think it depends. I, th- I really think it depends on how Dak plays. I think that's the quarter. I mean, the Cowboys is like X factor because he has to play better than Kyler. Do you think he can? I think Kyler's better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but to help, I mean, it's just Kyler affects the game so many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, He's only five nine. I think that's the craziest part about it. Like he's yeah, five nine. He's so small. He extends, he extends plays. He's very fast, and he actually has a fucking arm. Oh yeah, he's a rocket. For like, sure. Yeah, he he has a cannon. So it's like very accurate, and not like accurate in like the way where it's mostly because of play calling, and you know, like he just it's simple. He actually, he like actually, he's actually accurate. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. precise. Yeah. Top five quarterback. Who, Kyler? This season, top five. Yeah, yeah. You got it, thumb there for sure. Think better than Russell. Uh, yeah. This season, yeah. Oh yeah. By far. Okay. By far. Yeah. But now, I, as far as uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Cowboys on this one. I think okay. we'll do, I do think Dak will play well. I do think Dak will play well. He, he's I, not a bad playoff or playoff performer. The thing about the Cowboys, though, they do have a fast pass rush, so I think that they might do a a good job of containing Kyler. I don't know. Kyler can break it real quick. I don't know. Uh, he definitely can, but I really think that. Cowboys is like pass rush is like I think they'll do a good job of containing him. I feel you. I definitely dig it. Move over to the AFC. Uh, we have five teams who are in this playoff berths. We have Tennessee, <laughs> which is surprising. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and New England. The Titans have the first round by. <clears throat> and we have the Dundada coming back off a of foot injury. Derrick Henry. I'm, I'm, that's what, yeah, that's what really should be talked about is how Tannehill stay afloat without Derrick Henry. Yeah, I don't even know how because I haven't watched any Titans games. So I don't know either. either. I don't know either Tannehill played well or the defense stepped up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the niggas got a first round by in the AFC. Yeah, but that's actually insane. So now they have time for Henry to come back, to get his rotations, get his warm-ups together. And honestly, they can beat any team. Him coming back, <laughs> Super Bowl. 
They can beat any like, team for sure. Yeah, and them coming back kind of put them in the Super Bowl conversation. Now I wouldn't still because I don't trust a person throwing the ball, but it, they definitely. You used to like Tannehill. What happened? I used. To, I never liked. I never I, liked Tannehill. I, I never liked. But you talked good about him because I remember last season I used to bash him. I thought he was just hiding behind Derrick Henry. I don't think I've ever. I've always known what he is. He's a. He's an average guy. Average to above average guy. I, I never remember like liking him or talking good about him. I know Henry's a fucking monster. That's really all I knew. But um, yeah, man. And I think with Henry coming back, it's pretty much just like them and the Colts are the two teams that can really manage really, the clock. And really, I really, really hope the Colts make it. The Colts, uh, yeah, both those teams are very similar. They could if they make it, they could also be any team. I think. But, I don't know with the coast. You don't. You don't think that it's like a matchup thing? No. Really. Jonathan Taylor is the best running back right now. For sure. Honestly, even like with Derrick Henry playing. Ah, uh, see, I don't know about all that. Oh, like. I don't know about all that player. And it's just a walking one fifty, like one hundred plus. Like, yeah, I know I Derrick Henry is, but this is the thing, Jonathan. Taylor does it within 12 to 15 carries. Henry gets like 20, 25 carries a game. That's the thing, though. Think about how much stress that applies to the defense. A nigga is carrying 30 times, and he's just consistently getting 5, 6, 10, 7, 6, 8, 10, 10, 5, 5. Like, that's tiring, bro. Like, especially yeah. at the end of a game, like, you are dog tired and having to tackle a big ass nigga. I feel like Carson Wentz having somebody like Jonathan Taylor helps, helps his decision making better. I think he's been mm-hmm. making the right passes. They have, like, they have an all right little receiving core. They still have T.Y. Hill and they have Michael <laughs> Carter <Pitt>. Middle. <laughs> huh? I was laughing because you called them middle and all right, little receiving core. They cool. They smooth. I mean, it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like they get the job done. Yeah. But it's like you gotta think about it. When Carson Wentz went to the Super Bowl, like that season he was supposed to win MVP. Mm-hmm. I think he had Alshon Jeffrey and that was it. I still don't remember anything about that roster. So like the roster offensively was so like average, but it's just Carson Wentz was playing like the best quarterback in the league that season. Mm. But I don't know, man. I I hope the Colts make it. They play the Bengals in this in the playoffs right now. I would, I would, and guess what? They're gonna beat the Bengals, and then guess what? They play Tennessee. I can really see them beating Tennessee. It's literally going to be like the battle of the running backs, and I think Jonathan Taylor might outplay Derrick Henry. They can beat the Titans. I agree with you. You got them beating the Bengals? Absolutely. Bengals, they like – I'm not high in the Bengals, but matchup-wise, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like the Bengals, they play like a college team. In what way? Like, they're very fast-paced. They're like a big play team. Like, 
they make a lot of big plays. But like like if you're slowing the game down with a great running back like Jonathan Taylor, I think the time of possession matters. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they start to like rush to put up points because they don't have enough time to do anything. I feel like that's when Joe Burrow's going to make mistakes. So granted, Joe Burrow's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's been playing way better than I thought he would. Yeah, yeah, he's a good quarterback. But I feel like because they make so many big plays, if they just don't have time, I don't think. And Colts actually have a good defense as well. So I mean, the Bengals got a, a top five running back back there too in Mixon. He's been awesome. Yeah, so. but Mixon injured. He's still out? I believe so. I be- I think so. Last I checked, he was out. Uh, he practices in full on Thursday for weeks, so he's coming back soon. He's been practicing. Honestly, they might just keep him. For playoffs, yeah, at this point, Mixon's really good too. Yeah, for sure, he's been snapping. I don't know, man. I I wouldn't. I don't know about that game. That's gonna be a good game. What Colts and Bengals? Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. It would be a good game, but I I just I don't know. I'm like really high on the Colts because mainly because of how the Eagles did Carson Wentz. Yeah. I must say, I knew it had something to do with Carson. Yeah, and I do like, I do like, um, because it's like the whole Eagle situation with Carson, it wasn't even Carson's fault. You had no running game. You had no wide receivers, no offensive line. You just expected the nigga to go out there and play. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I think that there's a lot going on there. I think some of it was coaching. I think a lot of it was him being injured and the expectation after that, and it was a lot going on. Well, I don't even know how the Eagles made the playoffs this year. I don't know either. I need I'm to confused. YouTube some things because I don't yeah, get it either. Just, I don't. Um, Chargers play the Chiefs in the playoff picture. That's going to be a good game because now Remember, I watched I watched that game. That game was dog shit. When they played, it was dog shit. It literally just, you feel me? Whoever don't make a mistake, this drive will score. I, I remember that game being pretty exciting. It came down to the wire. Okay, but that's because both quarterbacks were playing like shit. Yeah, but both defenses, well, not the Chiefs defense, but the Chargers defense at least was putting up a fight. I mean, Travis Kelsey had like how many receiving yards that game? Um, it wasn't enough to remember. That's what I have for fact. What do you mean? Yes, it was. Oh, I'm thinking about Reek. Tyreek didn't have a good game. Travis went off. You're right. Yeah, Travis went off. Yeah, I think yeah. he had two close to 200. Yeah, he had 178. Yeah, like. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know about that game. So I'm gonna leave that one alone. Yeah, they always play close Char- games. Chargers, like they made playoffs, but do they deserve to be in the playoffs? I don't know. I yeah. don't think so. Yeah, they deserve to be there. It's just about 
can they make some noise? Their first round. The first round. Like you got the Chiefs beating them? Uh yeah. Yeah, it's in Kansas City too. I think it's gonna yeah. be close, but if I was a betting man, I'll bet on the Chiefs too. Yeah, I got the Chiefs on that one. Uh and then of course we talk Patriots and Buffalo. Five and four seed. I already know who you're gonna pick. So go ahead. You think I'm gonna pick the Bills? No. I know who you're gonna pick. I don't know about that game either, because the first game they played, they lost to a nigga who's two through three times. And then the second time they played, the weather was different and Josh Allen was different. So yeah. I don't know. I, That's a game you don't touch if you're betting either. Yeah, because it's like they defense is really good, but I don't know what happened with Josh Allen for him to snap on him the way he did the yeah. other week. So it's like, honestly, right there, I think it's all up to, I think it's Bill Belichick versus Josh Allen in that series. Yeah. I yeah, think Bill Belichick the right, uh, I think he has to make the right adjustments. He has to make the right plays. He has to he has to play. Well, I'm not not play. He has to coach better than the niggas play. Yeah, I'm just wondering what if he's gonna change anything up with Mac Jones at all. I don't think Mac Jones is becoming very predictable now. Um it it seems like like he's really good. I, I he's good. I think I think Mac Jones is good. But it's like he has trouble with like the multiple reads, and I think that was right. The way Belichick Belichick is playing too safe with him, they really just grounded pound, chew clock, play good defense. That's how you win, though. Honestly, I mean it is how you win, but it's like, and he hasn't done that all season. He really just did that against the Bills and a few other teams. The other games, dude has been throwing. He's been letting that build yeah. up. The problem is, like, can you uh, – actually, I think it's Belichick versus the Bills' defense. I wouldn't even say Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's going to play great. I Like, I was – I don't think Josh Allen has bad games. Just, like he had games where he could have played better, but I don't think he's had bad games. Yeah, yeah, he's reached that level. You're you're right. He's reached that level where it's like they're not bad. It's just like bad for him, I guess, in a way. Exactly, which is like really good. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like it's just up to. You're right. So I think it's up to the the defense. I think defense. it's up to the run. Yep. Yep. Yeah, run defense. Like yeah. it's literally. Belichick's game plan versus Bill's defense. Yeah, I agree. I definitely so, agree. that game's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a... That, that's the type of game that you watch in the crib by yourself. Not yeah, because like, you really have to watch. Yeah. One team, like, if shit goes right, you literally get to watch one team do whatever they want. Literally. Literally. So, Bills defense. Well, maybe they could do whatever they want, or Patriots run game. Mm-hmm. Be able to do it. But we'll see. 
But I think I'm going to leave that game alone, too, because I'm, like, in the middle about it. Because yeah. I do like Josh Allen a lot. But it's like, I I really want Belichick to win without Brady. <laughs> I know. I know it's funny, but it's like, people have to stop that, like, narrative. I feel like that, they did, though, because he's no, doing so this year. You still got some idiots that really think, like, he just he may not win a Super Bowl without Brady, but he won't have another losing season. Like last season, he, it was only bad because everybody opted out because of COVID. But he got everybody back. Now they're ten and six with a secured playoff spot. So it's like, you feel me? Like it, it, it's not like honestly, you could really put any quarterback in that position. Any quarterback. And if you ask me. Like, like I, I think Bill is such a great coach that Tom Brady underachieved at Patriots. I feel like if you put an Aaron Rodgers there or a Drew Brees or somebody who's more talented than um Tom Brady, I guarantee you they don't lose. They don't lose a Super Bowl. I don't know if I would say Brady underachieved because he still did get six it was a crazy word to use. Yeah, but they just—they don't lose to the Giants twice. I don't. I, I mean, I can't really. That's a tough. I guess I would. That's tough to say though. Like just because they have more talent, that's only one part of the team. Like there's more. There's so many moving parts to that statement. Like I don't know if I can agree with this. Yeah, but those games were due to lack of Brady's. Not really. It it came I mean, down to the wire, and if you the have other a player made a play, I think that's the okay, okay. But it's like the players that I name can extend plays. Brady has that issue; he can't extend plays. Yeah, but you know how he makes up for that. He makes yeah. up. I mean, by doing what he does, man. Like I don't, I can't, I can't agree with that. I don't know. I don't know what would happen if Aaron Rodgers was there or Drew Brees was there. I don't know. I've really only seen Belichick and Brady, and them niggas won six rings. So, in football. Yeah. So, it's kind of tough. I don't know. I just. You just want get, people to put more respect on, on Belichick. I do, because he's rookie quarterback. And. What else? I don't even think he has like top 30 in any position on the field. But they're winning games. Top 30? Damn. I don't like I'm I'm trying to think about who they have on their team that are actually like uh, uh, I mean they got Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, let's look at they the got, roster. Top thirty is I. I mean, maybe top twenty would be more accurate. Jonu Smith, like okay, maybe Jonu Smith, like but like you ain't playing with like garbage, man. I don't think it's that bad now. Uh, bro, I, I can't. I can't even tell you that. Uh, I can't even tell you that. Then like anybody on team, like other than Nelson. Aguilar. Matthew Judon is a is a good linebacker. He's definitely top thirty. No. Oh no, offensive side. Oh, offensive side. Okay. Yeah. Damian Harris is definitely above top 30, bro. He's not that bad. Okay. Okay. All right. Like Jamie. Oh, offensive side. Okay. 
Hunter Henry, he, he's top. Like, come on. How he, many games has he played, though? I don't even know if I've seen him on the field. Yeah, he didn't play a ton of games. You're right. That's an Aguilar, Johnny Smith, Christian Barmore. Like, come on. Like, right. like, they say Brady ain't playing with nothing. I don't know what the fuck Mac Jones is playing with. Like, honestly, like. But we, we've no. always known that with the Patriots, it's not about names, so it's all about cohesiveness. So this doesn't really yeah, matter. Right about that. But Brady had, like, pieces. Like, he had the Edelman, the Gronk, the Randy Moss, the the uh, Dion Branch. Like, he he had pieces. I, like, his best piece. I feel like this. I feel like you're doing a little bit of stretching. I feel like this is how their teams usually are. Like, let's keep it real about Wes Welker and um, the other white boy. Like, these weren't outside of the Patriots. Like, these weren't, like, names that you look at and be like, wow, they have. You know, like, in the Patriots system, they worked. All those players that you named. You don't think could play anywhere else? I'm saying that, like, We've only known Edelman's success and production in the Patriots. So, like, yes, he could play somewhere else, but, like, if you were to take away his whole stint with the Patriots, you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh, my God, that's Julian Edelman. No, you'd just be like, that's a generic Jewish dude who plays slot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you're right, but... But I agree. Nelson, People need Nelson to Aglor, bro. Like, yeah, Aglor. He's he's not all that, but he works. Like, it's one of those things. He just he works for the team. He's not good or great, but he's the job done, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Let's talk yeah. about the race for the NFC playoff spots. So, um, of course, the Niners clinch a playoff spot with a win or a Saints loss. And Saints or vice versa, they could still have a shot to make the playoffs, even with everything that they've been through. So that's crazy. But I don't want to see them in the playoffs. That's I don't either. Be, that's gonna be a horrible game to watch. I refuse. Yeah, definitely. That's not gonna be good. Um, even though Brady put up zero against them early in the season, but that shit ain't happening again. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh. You have the race for the NFC West title. Of course, it's between the Cardinals and the Rams. They clinch. The Cardinals clinch with a win, and the Rams, vice versa, they clinch with a win. So who do you have getting that title at the end of the day, I guess? Rams, Rams, Rams. Like, oh, man, bro. Like, the moves they made, during the season, you would think they would just be unfuckable. But I think I'm about to go with the Cardinals, bro. Yeah. Like, Rams just they down. I mean, Julio playing better. I'm glad to see he finally getting the ball, getting his touchdowns. But I just say Julio, I'll be OBJ. I'm sorry. Yeah, OBJ looks better. Yeah, okay, I'm very sorry. Um, But yeah, I. Matt Stafford. Now, this is this is what you have to ask yourself. Hold on, hold on. Before we get there, let's let's talk about the games that are online. Um, Cardinals play the Seahawks, 
and the Rams play the Niners to determine who clinches that meeting spot. I can see the Niners beating them, bro. You can see the Niners beating the Rams in yeah, LA? That's... I don't know about uh, that. I mean, hey, I know you like the Rams, but I feel like you got too much pride. I, like, <laughs> I first like of all, got... <laughs> I've been shitting on Matt Stafford too. I know, I know, but they, but you still stuck on they could win the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm just riding with my pick, man. Yeah, exactly. No, you can change. Like it's okay to change your opinion. Like sure. people do it. Uh, I do it a lot. Yeah, for sure. I could, but like, I don't know. Something about this. I, I'm just gonna see it through. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work out. That's what it is. Yeah, bro, like, I just, this is crazy. What is going on out there? Uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know about that. I guess as far as who gets that title, that's a, a toss up. I don't really fucking know. I don't, I, it's just like, ah, uh, I, listen, Matt Stafford, man. Matt Stafford. What like, were you about to say? Yeah, about, was it like I, I get you feel me like because when they switched roles you know it was before you asked it was okay yes it was the organization but was it also him like come on like oh yeah yeah it was it was it was him like he wasn't I, the best in the playoffs I, but it's like why he should i don't know why he's not the best now he went from MVP race to literally just, I'm going to just coast through this season and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's good with Matt Stafford. Like, that's why it's just like, people just blaming the organization. I was one of them, just blaming the organization. They didn't want to build around him. They didn't want to do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so you finally get Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, OBJ, uh, just basically some great pieces like Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. probably the best wide receiver in the league this season. Yeah, so, yeah. but it's like you're throwing like interceptions, like you, you it, the the throws you're throwing, they're not very accurate. Like they're not getting to where they should, like the pass they should be. So now it's like, and I don't know why, but they stopped running the ball. Rams stopped running. The ball. I think that's what got them to like that's what got them to where they were I think the, their run game was very solid and they did a lot of play actions shit like that like they kind of like was building off the run game and then now they just pass more so you could say as coaching as well but McVay is a fucking good offensive like he has a great offensive mind so I don't know yeah. I don't know he just he just he just makes dumb throws. And the funny part about him is that like if you're just doing which I disagree with and I think you shouldn't do this, but if you're just doing like a face value, look at his numbers this season, like it looks great, but some of his picks are just dumb. Like they're dumb throws. Yeah. Like he's thirty eight and fifteen on the season, which I wouldn't think he would be. That's his highest or that's his second highest touchdown rate of his career. I just got something, uh, ESPN. I guess it says 
Antonio Brown airs out frustrations from time with Bucks, including his relationship with Tom Brady. Let's talk about him now. So we still got to let's we can get to the playoffs. We can finish the playoffs and then talk All about right. Because I, I, I yeah, have so many I know. thoughts on that. Oh, it's so, so I just don't know. When I, when I read it, it came back to the screen, you was like shaking your head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let's do the race for the AFC playoff first. So, of course, <laughs> the Ravens clinched with a win and a Colts loss and a Chargers loss and a Dolphins loss. So, them niggas ain't making it pretty much. Wait, who do the Chargers play? Who the Ravens play? Chargers. Oh, Chargers. Uh, they play. Where are they? Oh, the Raiders. That's gonna be interesting. I like the Raiders. Yeah, that's gonna I be do. interesting. Um. And then who does Dolphins play? Dolphins are going to lose. Even though Tua's been hot in, like, the second half, kind of. Like, Dolphins are looking like the Dolphins, you know, the 10-6 and six Dolphins. Dolphins play the Patriots, so they probably are going to lose. Yeah, they're going to lose. And then it's who else? You said the, Chargers? Um, Colts lost. Who, who do the Colts play? The Jaguars. They ain't losing no fucking Jaguars. Yeah, losing the Jaguars. Damn, man. I'm upset. It's and it's really because Lamar got injured. I know. I know. Like I'm actually really upset about that because they had such a great start. They did. But That's hey. upset. That's really upsetting. Football. It is football. Uh, Raiders clinch with a win or tie, and Colts loss. Which is crazy, or a Colts loss and a Steelers loss. Lose though, huh? What if they do lose to Dex? That'd be some shit. That would be in. You have to flip that organization up. That's crazy. You can't lose to the Jaguars in Week 18. Hey, we'll see. It's ridiculous. And of course, the Chargers clinch with a win or a tie. So yeah. teams don't tie. Have. I feel like you either get your ass whooped or you don't. Yeah. I can only think like two games where I've watched where there was a tie. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a tie game. Steelers clinch with a win and a coach loss. And Chargers and Raiders doesn't end in a tie. So they're most likely out. Like, that shit is just like... So tough. Like niggas don't tie, so why should that be your option? Like, right. So, do we think the Titans are losing Week 18 because that's the only way that the Chiefs can get that that uh that buy? Who do Titans play? Let's see. The Titans play the Texans. Oh no, they ain't losing. Yeah, that's a sweet. They just sit people. I think they can stay away there, man. I don't know, man. That's pretty crazy. It is very crazy. And that's, uh, yeah, that's all we have working right now. Of course, th- shit is going to change after Sunday, but currently seeing things as they are, I think our bets are pretty safe. 
think people are where they are. Let's talk about AB now. I don't have a timeline in front of me, but I'm going to let you kick this one off because I've kind of been in and out with it. I feel like you've been following it more than I have. Yeah, because it's actually very interesting. Okay. Like, I think this is the first time where I can honestly say AB wasn't bugging. Okay. Like, he handled it the wrong way, just like he does everything else. But I read his I read his statement that he dropped on Instagram. You could tell he didn't make the statement, but <laughs> yeah, like it, it just didn't sound like an AB statement. Like it didn't, but it, he put it out on his behalf. Um, I think Bruce Arians. I think he's lying. About um what? Antonio Brown has had foot injuries. He said like that he, he didn't? He said he was unaware. But I'm pretty sure if you go back and look, mm-hmm. there there's foot injuries, like, on the injury list. Yeah. For the, so you can't say you're not aware if he's been on the injury list. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know why I believe AB, but I just do. Like, something's telling me, like, damn, this time that nigga wasn't bugging. Like, how did the outburst, why did the outburst happen? Well, because I guess Bruce wanted him to go back in, but he was telling him, like, yo, I can't. My ankle is, like, fucked up. Um, Bruce Arians say he didn't want to get back in the game because of targets, but that doesn't make any sense because he had the same amount of targets last year as he did this year. I think it was targets though, because they, he has a stipulation in his contest where he has to get a certain amount of catches to get more money. So I think it was targets. That just came out like a couple of days ago. Yeah, I honestly, I just said that was like 33,000, right? No, nah, it was like a couple hundred thousand on the line for those catches. So I think in his mind, he was like, yo, our wide receiver core is decimated. I'm going to get them touches. And it didn't work out like that. And I think, I honestly think, and this is why I'm torn in it. Because if this stuff about the injury is true, okay. But I don't think that has shit to do with the outburst. I think a lot of it was just him being a diva about a situation because he wanted to get that money. And he knew it was in his contract to get those touches. And that's not how the game went. It's Brady. You're not going to – he could play with you and me. We're still going to get touches. And one player just isn't going to get everything. So I think a lot of it has to do with that. And I think that he tried to manipulate the conversation by putting them tests out. That's why he put him out when he put him out. The whole test with Aaron's being like, yeah, um, I don't know if I could be 100% coach. Like, I'm going I'm to try to be out there. And Aaron's telling him, yo, call me tomorrow. We're going to see what we can do. He tried to jump ahead of it to change the narrative because he knew that Aaron's knew that there was an incentive in his contract to get the touches. And it didn't work out that way. So I feel like AB tried to play the game. And it's like, now you got cut. Like, them niggas weren't even about to cut you. They're about to move on. Did you hear anything about them cutting AB before AB decided to send out those tests? No. They were about to let it go. But since he tried to get in front of it and tell them niggas that uh, they were lying pretty much, they were like, fuck you. Like, 
Why would you do that? You're forcing our hand now. So now we're going to tell the truth of why we're cutting you. So I think he tried to manipulate people. I think that he tried to get in front of it. I think that he tried to make it seem like he was just injured and, oh, I'm out here playing. Like my coach doesn't want me to come out because he wants me to be for the team. When the text messages showed the opposite, he told him to call him and we'll work things out. And two, he thought that the public wouldn't find out about his contract and those touches. So AB, nothing in AB's history makes me want to believe him. He's given me nothing to make me want to be like, you know what? He might be on to something. Nothing he in his history. Thing. Nothing in his history. Like, he doesn't even get the benefit of the doubt with me. Because what, like, think about, like, what benefit would Bruce Arians have of just being like, fuck A.B., fuck A.B., just go out there and play, like, oh, never liked injury? AB. He's never liked A.B. Like, from yeah, the moment. But, but he likes Brady, and Brady, and A.B. is Brady's guy. So he's going to do shit to benefit Brady, right? I mean, yeah. I just don't know if it's the money, the injuries. I don't – because A.B. has never really chased the money. Well, the Steelers were different. The Raiders? He wanted more money? The the whole purpose was money at at the Raiders, literally. I I thought it was just that he didn't want to play there. No, uh, but – yeah, at first he because they offered him, I think the contract was like forty million guarantee. Remember he chased for sixty million? Because he was like, No, I'm worth more than that. He chased for that. They gave him the sixty million, he dropped that YouTube video and the niggas still quit on him. So he's done shit for money. Like that's not out of his character. I'm just saying, bro, like nothing about him makes me want to support him in any situation. Like when it's like gray area, because he just does dickhead shit. Yeah, like he's he given a, up on teams before. Yeah, he's a dickhead. And like he's given up on teams in bad ways. Like yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. Didn't he retire twice? Technically, I mean, technically, yeah. Pittsburgh and the Raiders. Pittsburgh Raiders and cut. So he's retired twice and he's been cut because of him. Like, I want to believe him because usually he doesn't speak out this much, though. You feel me? Like, usually he gets, no, well, the thing is, usually he gives a dickhead response that it is what it is. He doesn't give a fuck. But now he's like, he's airing out a whole bunch of shit. I look, you want to look at this article. Okay. Um, because now it's like you put in your relationship with Tony Romo. Uh, boom! To me, a friend is someone who's got your back. Brown said on the Full Set podcast Friday. Not everybody in sports is going to be your friend. Tom Brady is my friend. Why? Because I'm a good football player. He needs me to play football. People have different meanings of what friendship is. Uh. He said Brown's comments were about Brady were a sharp deviation from what he said in the past, likening the seven-time Pro Bowl winning quarterback to a big brother and called him a role model <laughs> after Brady twice invited Brown to move in with him when they <sighs> New England and in Tampa. I mean, you can't really expect anyone to be your friend in the business of football, Brown said on Tapped and Daily on Clubhouse. The game is football, but our business is winning. 
me and Tom Brady have something in common with winners. We like winning. We like to compete. We like to be the best. So we got that in common. That's what makes me want to be around them. That's what makes us play together. That's what makes us gel. That brings out greatness. Uh, then it just shows. Ah, Brown also seemed to believe that Brady was somehow responsible for him not getting the contract he felt he deserved. Brown once signed a one-year deal this offseason worth up to $6.25 million. It was an incentive laden, but carried a guaranteed $3.1 mil with a $2 million signing bonus. Brown actually called Brady the general manager. Man, I think you're right. Could have been about the money. A whole lot of that sounds like backtracking to me, to to your boy. To AB? Yeah. Like, oh, Brady, big bro, that's bro in him. Now it's, man, that nigga just like me because we did the same business. You know, like, all right, okay. He's a backtracker. I, sure. I just want people just need to admit that. He's, the man's a backtracker. <laughs> Yo, listen to this. You ready? <laughs> the coach said, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, yo, fuck you guys, too. I'm taking off your logo. I'm not wearing this shit no more. I threw it, bro, said. Now, imagine you hear 60,000 people be like, yeah, AB. My fucking adrenaline got so high. I just got too sexy for my clothes. <laughs> but I started giving the fans what they wanted. They want gloves. They want shirts. Like, yo, I don't know. Dang, man. Like, you make comments like that. Like, I don't know, man. It's unfortunate because, like, he should have a jacket waiting for him in Canton, but he's he's probably not going to get in the Hall of Fame because he just, I don't know, he just does what he does. Yeah, because it took, what's the name, forever to make the Hall of Fame, and it shouldn't have Randy Wells. I think it sucks that the NFL looks at all and that rock field shit, but well, Owens isn't in the, in the Hall of Fame yet, which is no. crazy to me. Yeah, it's not. He should be first ballot. And I think tournament. it's all the controversy. Yeah, man, this is this is wild. Yeah. Hold on, give me one second, all right? All right. Yeah, I truly believe that how people view OBJ is how Antonio Brown is. Everyone wants to shit on OBJ, call him a diva, say that he goes on the sideline and smacks goalposts and talks his shit and stands on uh, equipment gear and yells and shit. Okay, cool. He doesn't blatantly disrupt the team's chemistry and fuck his own shit up like Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is the bane of team's existences. And he shouldn't be because he's so damn talented. Shit should not be that way. Shouldn't. But here we are. (sighs) It's unfortunate. All right, my apologies. Good. Um. I was just saying, I I just said something. I wanted to get your take on it. I think that how niggas view OBJ the past three or four years is exactly how AB is. 
the whole diva, like disrupting the team, being a cancer, all this shit. What people think OBJ does with that is what Antonio Brown does. I really think OBJ wants to win. I do too. He cares a lot. That's the thing. Yeah. He expresses himself in like a maybe toxic way. Definitely. But the thing is, like, it's like now, like, what makes it so tough, I feel like the NBA has influenced NFL players to speak out more on the BS that's going on. But it's like, you can't do that in the NFL. They don't give a fuck. They'll literally cut you. Like, Antonio Brown should not be a cuttable player. I agree. Like, at all. Like, they just, NFL just don't give a fuck. Nope. Who you are, they don't like what you're doing, you're gone. Yeah. And they even cherry-pick that, too. Like, if they don't like what you're doing and they give a fuck about what you're doing, they get you out. If you beat your wife, they'd be like, ah, whatever. You still got a game to play tomorrow. Yeah, like, I think the one homeboys, he still play, right? Or did he get arrested? Uh, oh, you talking about that nigga. That lineman. Yeah, yeah. I think he's still playing. I haven't heard any arrest things. I haven't really. Literally, I haven't heard nothing. I yeah. just heard he shit out that girl, and I ain't hear nothing after that. You know how the league is, man. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some basketball. We're going to go through team by team. and Actually, let me say the, the, the Eastern Conference seedings. And see how it stands up to our list. So the Bulls are number one right now. They're a game and a half above Brooklyn. Yeah, that's shocking to me. Oh, but I I think Brooklyn should drop in seedings. You think they will? I, I think they should. I think they should tank. Why? Kyrie's back. He can't play home games. So, so, like, just start losing? Yeah, to get more away games in the playoffs, to get Kyrie to finish those series a lot quicker. Because I think that if they're all healthy, I think they could beat any team in four or five games. I agree. So now it's like if you tank and have less away, I mean, if you have more away games, Cause you know my nigga Kyrie is a part time baller. I still can't believe he pulled this off. <laughs> Yo, like, dude, everybody just looks stupid. Not gonna lie, everybody just looks stupid, bro. Like, it's crazy. Like, and the crazy part was my man didn't put out a lot of statements regarding to what everybody was saying. He literally just sat back and waited. He won. I, I don't understand how really, he won. He's he won. really a part-time baller. I would have <laughs> never thought, like, an NBA player. And guess what? He's still getting his guaranteed money. He didn't lose He didn't lose anything, like, at all. He In won. this whole thing, he didn't lose anything. And, and then watching the game, he dropped 22, four rebounds, three assists, or I think it was three assists, like, or, or mm-hmm. whatever. But it, it was the end of the game. Mm-hmm. He just he just closed perfectly, and KD was just so happy. He's like, finally, bro, like finally, because you know Harden ain't been playing like Harden. 
Yeah, he hasn't. He's not well, like, literally, the fact that Katie ate the only one that can close games, and I think he's really happy about that. I think I think the best thing for the Brooklyn Nets is to drop a couple of seeds just to have more away games. I would do that. I would sit down to have with them and tell them, look, listen, due to our circumstances and situation, because we got a dickhead on the team, I think that we should take a little bit. That's interesting. I would maybe drop to five or six. Wow. Yeah. So go like six games below where you are now. Yep. Interesting. It sounds crazy, but I would do it just to get the full Nets experience. You feel me? But even even in the conference finals and the finals, you're still going to have that same playoff layout. Like, you're not going to get all their way games. I don't think so. I think they're going to end them shits quick. Because know. even without Kyrie, the Nets still look good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because of KD and Harden. Like, Harden, yeah. he'll, he gets everybody involved while yeah. KD just drops, like, 30, you know? So they still win games. So I think that they can win those home games and then have Kyrie for the away games. That's an interesting take. The only team that won't work against is Golden State and the Suns. Every other team in the finals, yeah. So you, you don't think with those three they can't they can't beat any team? Uh with the three, they could beat any team. But if they get more away games because of seedings and they're able to let you feel me, but I'm just saying they can't, if they decide to not tank, well, I mean, you can't tank the second seed, but like. Purposely lose? Yeah, purposely lose. You can't do that against Golden State and Phoenix Suns. Because those, those two teams nah. right now, the best teams in the NBA, not only that, they have two great point guards. They have supporting cast, defenders. They literally have everything you need to win a championship. Yeah, yeah. the Nets wouldn't even be able to do that. They can only do that tanking shit in their conference, right? Because that's where yeah. the seeding matters. Yeah. yeah. But it's like when it gets to the final, seeding matters as well. Because yeah. the Nets, well, yeah, so I don't know, yeah, man. We'll sure. see. But yeah, but go ahead, uh, Brooklyn. I think Bucks are third, right? Yeah, Bucks are third. They're a, a game below Brooklyn. Um, below that is the Heat. Jimmy is still. Is Jimmy back? Yeah, he just came back. Okay, I about to say I think he been gone. Is Lori Lori's back, right? He, he got ejected. No, he got ejected last game. <laughs> it's been uh, a lot of ejections this season. Have you noticed that? Well, he threw the ball at the ref, like not throw oh. it. Literally, he just like. He's a here, nigga. Yeah, he tossed it, and I guess the ref ain't like it, so he just ejected him. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Sixers are two games below the Heat. They're exactly at five. I figure. I feel like they're gonna stay there. Yeah, that's their shit. Um, unless the Cavs has something to say about it, they're a half a game below them at the six seed. I'm upset Rubio's out because he was cooking. He was. He was cooking. Garland looks a lot better though, and the the rookie that they got, um, what's his um, name? 
Is it Evan Mobley? Mobley, yeah. Yeah, Mobley yeah. and Garland look great. Setston has been okay. He's been pretty much what he's been doing. But um, that's not a bad roster. You hear me? What'd you say? I think Colin Sexton's off for season, isn't he? Oh, you know, you might be right. That goes and, to show you how many Cavs games I've watched. Him and uh, him and Rubio, yeah, they're out. That's why they. That's why they traded for Rondo. Right. Yeah, Sexton has been out. You're right. So yeah, they just traded for Rondo, the Lakers, to free up cap space. Okay, uh, we'll get there. The Raptors are at seven. They're a game and a half below the Cavs. Um, I like their rookies too. I like um, Malachi and Scotty Barnes. I like Scotty Barnes a lot. Yeah. Uh, Hornets are at eight. I had higher hopes for the Hornets so far. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, it's like they're kind of in the same position they were last year. Pretty much. I had them around like six. But hey. With them, but. Uh, Wizards. See, people thought and they're not a bad team. Don't get me wrong. They're, I've seen half the Wizards games. I think they're well structured. It's just right now they're just not winning games. They're not. Yeah, they're they're not. But people had them like, oh, they're going to be fifth and sixth seed. I've I've read some people's lists having them higher. And it's like, but how though? I can't see them being higher than at least seventh. Seventh would be I good for them. I have them seventh or eighth. Yeah. They're at nine. Uh, the Knicks are at ten. Wow. Going, bro. That's literally because you know what's coming next, bro. I don't, don't want to hear it. Yeah. Celtics game blow down. So garbage, bro. I don't. What do you. I just don't understand how you have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on the court and you're you don't see. Uh, you know, like Jalen Brown is very good. Jason Tatum is very good. We're still. It's just, it's just the coaching. Oh, and the lack of uh, role players. Like, like, like I don't want to get into it, bro. Yeah, I don't get that. We just lost to a game winner by RJ Barrett. I saw that. Oh, and let's not forget the the layup Jalen Brown blew to tie the game to go to OT. Let's not forget that the game before that. Like, I'm just sick of these niggas. You know what I mean? So I just don't even want to talk about them. Yeah. And the coach. Horrible, absolutely horrible, bro. I don't know what the fuck he doing. African nigga Ude. Yeah, but shout out Brad Stevens, you know, like <laughs> dog shit GM yeah. or whatever the fuck he is, dog shit at it, like dog shit. It's like, how are you a coach, right? And you know what the team needs. You get put in the position to get what the team needs, but you don't. I'm like, all right, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, what do you do? You, you sign Ennis Canner again. You get an old ass Al Horford. I don't even think Al Horford has played. No. The old, like, uh, so you, you take, uh, you get an old player, and then you take his contract from OKC, which he was overpaid from because oh, he got a contract from the seventy. Yeah. Like, bro, shit is just horrible, bro. Just fucking horrible. He pretty so, much took up most of y'all cat. That's why you can't get that's exactly what happened. So that's why we can't get anybody. But what do you do? You re-sign Grant Williams to another couple years and another couple mil. The fucking 
dumb as shit, dude. You know my girl like, is? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I ain't bad. No, Jay's not. He's not good, bro. When I watch him, I cringe, bro. I cringe. He's lazy as fuck on the pick and rolls. His inconsistent shooting is just a whole bunch of shit, bro. I'm just sick of it. Tatum, Tatum need to learn how to pass the fucking ball. Tatum you know, also be taking crazy ass shots. Too. Yeah, like who the fuck do you think you are? Get you have the step of my nigga. You are not Kobe, bro. You're not Kobe. You're Jason Tatum. Learn to pass. <laughs> Learn to like get players involved. Like you can, you're a bucket. You can score at will. Yeah, I think him and Jalen Brown don't understand that. They force a lot of shit. Jalen Brown does too. Does. I'm I'm just sick of watching the Celtics, bro. I stop. I just stop watching them because, like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm about to go join my Greek brother. Oh yeah, you're already there. I'm not already there. You're already like, in Greece. We're in Sanders. Listen, I got one foot food. in Boston, one foot in Milwaukee. You feel me? Like, I'm just like, oh, oh man. You morphed the third got leg my, and got a foot in Golden State, favorite, too. There, they already got my favorite player over there, so it's going to be an easy transition. But, you feel me? This shit is bugging. And I can't wait till Kawhi come back because I might just. Take a trip to LA. Bro, you all over. You got a lot of legs in a lot of different places. You got to consolidate a bit. Yeah. No, I support my favorite t- my <laughs> favorite players. But Celtics are just like dog shit. And guess what? Hmm. I can't see us getting another championship within the next 10, 15 years, bro. That's a lofty statement. Wow. You got to have hope in that. Let me tell you why. One of them. Okay, is going to be unhappy, Tatum or bro. One of them going to be unhappy be and leave, right? So then that one of them leaves, and then one of them turns into, like, a mid-player, like, not even, like, a superstar or an all-star anymore. One of them's going to be mid. You want to know why they're going to be mid? Hmm. Because they're just going to become a second or third option somewhere, People are going to think that's a good pickup, but it's really not because both of them need the ball in their hands to be productive because they don't do anything else. So then one of them is going to commit. One of them is going to stay. And then it's like he's just going to look like one of the best players in the East. When what do you feel like would do better on their own on the subtakes? I have a surprising answer. Dana Brown. I think so too. Why though? Tatum just don't got it. Like, he could score. That's, yeah, cool. But. It's the way he scores for me. Like, he's a, he he sucks all the air out of offense way more than yeah. Jalen Brown does. Oh, he holds the ball too long. Yeah. Jalen Brown makes a couple steps, gone. He's, exactly. He's more decisive he, than Tatum. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And not only that, Jalen Brown's also the better defender. So, it's like. Yes. Jalen Brown has more to offer than Tatum right now. Yeah, so he's more upside. I agree. I, Tatum, and I think Jalen Brown has more of the mental toughness on the team. So I think, you feel me, something's going to blow up really soon. And I'm waiting for it. Because that's going to show me whether I should stay or go. I'm like, you know, right now, if, if the shit goes south, I'm leaving. Respectfully. <laughs> I've been here since 2008. 
I hopped on the bandwagon, though. You feel me? Because Kevin Garnett used to be my favorite player. He's one of my favorite players all time. I've been here since 2008. I've been dedicated. I can't do this shit no more. You feel me? Because back then when we were bad, the next season we made playoffs. But this shit right here, like last year we ended up playing, this year we might not even make the play-in. And the crazy part is, I don't even think the team is, like, bad. And I only say that because we're in the Eastern fucking Conference. We should be right under. There should be no reason why the Cavs are six, okay? Celtics should be six or seven. Celtics got two offsides, so I agree with you, but. Like, you should not be 11, bro. There's only how many teams in the Eastern Conference? 13, 12, 13? 15 total. 15? Sorry. I'm like, wait, but like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Uh, uh, uh. Why are you 11 and you have two all-stars? You have good role players. Like, their role players play defense for them. I thought you said the role players are bad. Like, they okay, they're bad on the offensive side, but mm-hmm. they play good defense. I think like their defense play- is fucking. I think that's the like biggest problem. Their defense is fucking trash. Whenever I watch the Celtics, them niggas stink on defense. Like team defense is is well very you know? bad. Like Marcus Smart also has been playing like dog shit this whole yeah. season. He's been god awful. And honestly, I think I can't believe I'm gonna fucking say this, but I think Celtics are better when Marcus Smart has the ball in his hands the most. I don't even know anymore, bro. That nigga's been stinking. He's had the ball in his hand. He's stinking, but he gets niggas involved. Like, his issue is that Brown and Tatum aren't passing the ball. But, like, even when he does get looks and gets other paying balls, it's not like them niggas is hitting shots. Nobody's hitting shots. I know. I know, bro. That team just has so many issues. It's just, it's hard to pinpoint. Yeah, so... We could just move on to the Western Conference. All right. Well, Hawks are under them at 12th, at 17 and 20. That's shocking as well. Yeah, that's so. terrible. I know they got a Is lot that of, why, like, COVID things, you, but. Why you question Trey Young? No, I don't question Trey Young. Trey is, is very good. I just think that. Good I just think that Jaws a bit more impactful to his team than Trey. He's averaging 31, 6, and 7 in the last six games. Yeah, I know. He has. He's been playing well. He's been yeah. playing well. Yeah. Um, going to the Western Conference, still the tougher conference. Number one are the Suns at thirty and eight. Uh, right behind them is Golden State. Only mm-hmm. uh, yep. Um, you know they get that first seed back. Like you talking about? You feel me? You feel probably. Me? Clay's coming back Sunday, I think, against the Cavs. So we'll see how he looks. I might watch that game. I know you are. I know you're going to be front and center for that. <laughs> I don't know why Clay is one of my favorite players. It's like, so weird. Like, I kind of get it with him, but at the same time, it's like that much so. Like, Clay, bro. Like, oh, God. I'm legendary, bro. The Jazz are under the Warriors at 28 and 10. Donovan Mitchell. I-, I like what I'm seeing from him. He's getting better. better. He's gotten better. Devin Booker, too. He's gotten better. Yeah. Like, like I don't think Mitchell is forcing shots anymore. I feel like yeah. he coasted. 
Yeah, he has a flow to him. And Devin Booker, I know they said a problem of his was his off the dribble threes, but he really passed it up this summer. He's shooting like forty percent on them joints. So yeah, that nigga balling. He balling out. At four, the Memphis Grizzlies. That was shocking. I had them playing. I had them at like six or seven. No, I had them at seven or eight. Yeah, you had them lower too. Yeah. Um, four? Yeah. They look they got a nice young core. They do. They do. Desmond Bain Jerry might Jackson. be, yeah, might be MIP. Uh, what was Aaron it? Uh, Aaron Brooks. Yeah. I think it's Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. And they held it down without job, but when Ja came back, he just he wreaked havoc. Well, they beat a team by like what was it, 70 without Oh my Jai? god. They beat the Thunder by 70, over 70 points. Yo, I like that white boy at OKC. What's his name? Josh Giddy? Giddy or yeah. yeah. White boy, thanks. Yeah, he's he- smooth. That's Euro basketball right there. He's definitely smooth. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just Shout out, shout out to John, man. John's really, I like his feel for the game. A lot of people compared him to this player, and I want to see what you think. They called him like a Westbrook with a ton more control. What do you think about that? A, a miss of, I'm sorry, it was a miss of Westbrook and Rose just with a ton more control. Honestly, that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, it does. That sounds terrible. Like, John just plays like John. Like, that shit's terrible. I get the explosiveness, okay? Yeah. But I could kind of see Rose with, like, the, uh, oh, the way he ascends, like his jumping. See, can't even see Rose because John's a better scorer than Rose. John's a better scorer than Prime Rose, and I'm sticking to that. Yeah, just I mean, style-wise, though. Not just like that, just style-wise. I mean, no, because, like, Ja doesn't just go to the rim. He shoots yeah. off. Yeah, he he's, takes floaters. He's efficient with his shooting, though. Yeah. Rose was super efficient with his floaters, too, though. I think it's, they, they have a similar package. I consider floaters a jump shot. It is, though. It's 15 feet out. It's, gonna, it's a I mean, jumper. But it's... it's I think it's more so like a layup, if you ask me. But okay, just because of how close it is, you feel me? But yeah, right. I don't know. but yeah, shout out to Jai, regardless. Yeah, shout out that nigga. Little. He hooping, he hooping. I got, I got other people saying he's the best PG in the league. Nah, nah. Top three, maybe for sure, for sure, top three. But no, not top, not the best. Brooklyn playing the Nets today. No, I mean, I'm sorry. The Nets are playing the Bucks. <laughs> oh, really? Are we playing? Is it in Milwaukee? Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, people saying 64% that Brooklyn's winning. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yo. Ah, nope. Kyrie's out. Oh, okay. So it's home. I just looked at the report. Dang. Yo, like, 
the fact that Bucks are third and they have key pieces injured, they have mm. Drew Holiday, George Hill, Dante DiVincenzo, Pat, and Grayson Allen. Yeah, they've been out for the past, what, four or five games? That's all their three-point shooters. Yeah, they have a lot out. Yeah, yeah. that's great. But uh, who's uh, fifth on the oh, list? Oh, uh, Dallas is right below the Grizzlies by Dallas. five whole games. Dallas. Yeah, I had them at fifth, though. But they don't look They don't look uh, man. good. They don't look good. Bro, you said they look good? No, I said they don't look too good. Bro, Luca is nah. overrated. Fuck. I saw that little video you sent me. Listen, your case. I've been saying, I, dude, I've been saying it for a while. Luca's not going to get any better. Like, I feel like he's already hit his ceiling. He's not going to get any better. This is his ceiling, and I'm not wrong. I like, I usually be saying some crazy shit, but this. I've been saying it for the last two, three years, and it's showing. This is his ceiling. He's been a pro for so long. I really think that this is it, bro. I think this is what we're going to see. We're going to see his 27, 8 and 8, 28, 9 and 10, like 9 and 8, 7. Like, okay, like those are great numbers, but they don't translate to wins. They're just good numbers. He's got to bounce out the round. I mean, first round twice. Mm-hmm. He's just not a winner, bro. Like people who put up those numbers win games. Not always. Most of the time, Jeremy. In today's league, most of the time, because of how teams are built. Granted, you know, Mavs could do a little better building around him. Not a little better, a lot a, better building a around. A lot him. better, but Porzingis has been playing better this season. Yes. And you still have Boban. Like, Boban is actually good. Like, I, listen, I, I don't, like, that's crazy. You went from Porzingis Yo, to I know, I a nigga that, that goes in the game literally for rebounds and uh, a few hook shots. Okay, but he's very impactful on the floor. That's the thing. Like, he's a big piece for Mavs and how they run their offense. You understand that's what, that that's a big drop-off, though, right? Okay, I get the drop-off, but... I'm talking of as far as impact on the court. There's times where Boban played better than Porzingis in the playoffs against the Clippers. I think again, I understand what you're saying. I feel like your wording is extreme. I wouldn't say he's overrated. I think he's been affected by the rules. I think he's been injured, which he has, and I think that you know because he's it's his third season teams know what he does. They know how you get down. So they're a little bit more keen on that. Like you said, he's still going to get his 27, 8, and 8. I think with him, he needs to work on his free throw shooting. I think he's, that's he's his shooting main first. thing. He can't shoot free throws. His three-point yeah. percentage, not good. And he's, he's not efficient. Like, he's not efficient. I, I don't know about it. Because okay. when, when it comes to driving and drawing costs, he's still very good. So I wouldn't say he's inefficient. I feel like with him, it's a free throw shooting. And I feel like, yeah, he can jack. But with a player like Luca, it's hard to come overrated because he just controls so much on the court. Like, without them, them niggas get no touches. Like, he does everything. He is the centerpiece of that whole offense. So even if he has a bad shooting night, just the points that he generates for his team 
will count for him having a bad shooting night. So it's hard to say he's overrated. I just feel like he needs to find his footing with the rules. And I think that when it comes to the playoffs, because the team is poorly built A and B, because his free throw shooting hasn't improved, he's going to run into a wall, which happens with every single player throughout the history of the NBA, no matter how good they are, except for Magic Johnson. First two seasons, they put up very good numbers, and they don't really amount to many wins. Jordan, LeBron, Wade, first two seasons. Average close to 25 points, didn't amount to much. So I feel like overrated this early in his career is hard to say. If this was like year seven and he was still doing this, okay, you might have a case. That's what I was saying. You don't think that this is his ceiling. Like, when you watch Luca, do you think that he no. can get any better than he already Yeah, I, yeah, I can. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. I do. I still, I, there's a few things about his game that he could definitely tweak. I mean, granted, they're not huge tweaks to the point where they'd be super noticeable to like a casual fan, but yeah, definitely. Definitely. He could get, like I said, he could become a way better free throw shooter. That adds at least three or four points to your point average. That the the type of threes that he takes, he takes those side step threes. Those don't always go down. He needs to take more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Static threes, just in place. He doesn't need to be doing dribble moves and those side step threes all the time. He can dramatically improve his three point shooting because he ain't a bad shooter. It's just the type of threes he takes. So he could tweak it for sure. I just feel like because he's the center of the offense, it's easy to point at him and be like, that's why they're, they're failing. And granted, he hasn't been the best this season. He hasn't. So I agree with you there. But I feel like with the whole overrated thing, there's just it's, – it's too early for me to call him overrated. I just think that it should translate to winning. Like, that's the thing. But I mean, granted, I I feel like he's at his ceiling. I can't see him getting any better. I feel like he's just going to be a consistent 27, 8 and 8 type of player for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. But with those numbers, he could be on pace to be a lot of like records, place mm-hmm. top 10 in all stats, just like LeBron. But like, uh, I don't know. I think this is his ceiling. Let's say you're right and it is his ceiling. And for the rest of his, let's say he plays 14 seasons. Okay. Let's say he averages 27, 8, and 8. You don't feel like if they tweak the roster around him, that 27, 8, and 8 wouldn't change his impact at all? Or you just feel like it would be just be the same? Like, first round, that's it. Okay, but let's – all right, this is, this is what we're going to do. Let's look at the Mavs as a whole. If, when you watch the Mavs, mm-hmm. because I have watched a couple Mavs games this year, what would you say they need? I feel like they need a second ball handler, number one. I think Luka should be just a scorer. I don't think he should facilitate. At all? I mean, he can, but I think that should be the second thing on his mind. If not the second, the third. I like, don't. I think, he should, I think he should just, I think they should get a primary ball handler. They get everybody else involved. I want Luca to maybe take a step back from being in front of everybody. You feel me? I feel like when you're moving the ball around a lot more, because this is the thing, just last year or the year before that, they had the best offensive efficiency all time. For sure. So that means players were hitting shots. 
but as the seasons go more like as he plays more years his usage rating is getting higher yeah because he's a center of the offense right that's but, right but I, but the efficiency is dropping because players aren't getting into the rhythm yeah it's just luca and porzingis and porzingis has injury he's injury prone so it's yeah. like the games you don't have Luca, you have. I mean, the game. I'm sorry. The games you don't have Porzingis, other players aren't in a rhythm. Maybe Tim Hardaway, but it's like, I feel like they should invest in another ball handler. Who, who gets who's going to fill that void, though? That's the question. That's a big know. void to fill when you're telling it is, it is someone who's the center fill. of the offense to just like take a step back. <sighs> Um, Here's the thing, though. Even if he did score more, I don't feel like it would be like he wouldn't be going off at averaging 35 or nothing. You know, like, it would only be like two extra points. I think he would be a 30-point-per-game player. Yeah, he might be 30. Would be more efficient. He would take better shots because his shot selection is not that good either. Yeah, he takes wonky shots sometimes. He just makes them. I feel like he's not in front of the defense. The shot selection is better. He's going to average more points, and he's going to be more efficient. How about you get a second – instead of that, how about you just get a second scorer, like a Bradley Beal or someone who could put the ball in the hoop? That would definitely help. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. is solid, but he's nothing to scream about, you know? So maybe like a, a C.J. McCollum type? I'm, th- I'm thinking more Bradley Beal. You know how I feel about C.J. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how about that? How about that? How about you get a secondary ball handler for when so Luca doesn't have to play such heavy minutes and that impacts his health. That's why he'd be off the court. Like there, there's some tweaks that you can make to that roster. That uh I don't think Jason Kidd's coaching style necessarily matches the personnel that they have. So there's there's a lot going on with that team. Outside of Luca just I think not playing the best what his numbers indicate. Okay. I think if Bradley Bill leaves the Wizards, I think he goes to Philly. I would love him in Philly. That'd be great for them. Maybe. But Philly Philly missed their um their window. Their best shot was 2019, when Kawhi hit that shot, that was their best team. That team was meant – that team probably would have won the finals. That shot didn't happen. But they missed their window, in my opinion. Because that team had everything low-key. Like, people forget how good that team was. It's yeah. shooting, it's rebounding. Yep. I believe yep. they were 10 in every city. Yeah, you had a closer still in Jimmy. Like, they had everything. They definitely yeah. probably would have won if Kawhi didn't hit that shot. Oh, man. Kawhi. Really him. Yeah. My favorite. That, that's my favorite basketball year, personally. That's uh, my favorite team ever, honestly. I love that team. Yeah, you was really happy. Like, you love oh, that team. I love Wait. that Toronto team. Yeah, that Toronto team. Love Kyle Lowry. That's I fuck weird... with Kyle Lowry. That is. That is weird. I fuck with him though. I fuck with him. 
I hear you, but Kyle Lowry. And Fred Van Vliet. They they like they just like they're not players that you look at and be like, yo, they raw, but they they make the plays. Like somehow they make the winning plays. They do the little things. I appreciate it. Uh, what is the rest of the West? Uh, under the Mavericks, a half game under them. The Lakers are there. They're on a the little win streak, three-game win streak. Um, I mean, it's the same case, pretty much. I don't think Westbrook is the problem. I think it more so has to do with Anthony Davis taking the lack of responsibility. And what I mean by that is, like, LeBron already gave him the memo. Basically, LeBron LeBron gave AD the same treatment Wade gave LeBron when he went to Miami. Mm -hmm. After that championship run they had in the bubble, AD has been pure dog shit. I'm not, uh, he's not playing shitty. For his standard, he hasn't played the same. I agree. Yeah, he not played the same. And it's like, I feel like he's getting more lazy on defense. The rebounding, very lazy. Like, I, like I, I'm watching the Celtics and Lakers game, and AD would go for a layup, miss it. And he's not trying to get the board back. Like, he, there's no way that Marcus Smart is out rebounding you. There's no way. Like, there's no – I feel like AD is just – and, like, it's bad enough that you're barely healthy and you're not on the court. But when you're on the court, you're lazy. You'll score the ball. But when you score the ball, you'll drop your 19 in the first. Then you'll drop, like, two or three in the third. And then the rest of the game, you're dropping, like, six, seven points each quarter. That's it's the same does. issue. It's the same issue his whole career. He just, he just plays like a bitch. Yeah, it's the same issue. It's like okay, if if I had nineteen in the first quarter, I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, yo, these niggas is food. Let me just score nineteen every quarter because he can do it. Like he can do it. He's probably the best big in uh, other. No, Jokic. I think he's better than Embiid. What do you mean, but, just like talent wise? Yes, he's up there. He's up there. 100%. You don't think you don't think Anthony Davis better than me? Just like talent? Yes. I, I think that that's a toss-up. Wow. I do. I mean, we're just looking at talent. What is really what can MB do though? He's even a solid passer out of the post. Like he can do everything. And he's really aggressive. Yeah. I don't Damn. know. And his mid-range is automatic. He's one of the best mid-range shooters in the league. Uh, I've seen that. i actually seen that. But And AD is one of the worst. It's those two, though. Those two are up there, talent-wise. Okay. But I just think – I think Lakers – I mean, he's just never healthy. And when he plays, he just plays like a bitch. I don't get it. I agree. He plays like a it, bitch. It looked, But it's like this is the thing, okay? People just have to deal with it, okay? Westbrook turns the ball over. But you want to know what's crazy? Westbrook is not the primary ball handler on the team. Like, he ta- he turns the ball over a lot, but Harden has more turnovers. He's second. I think Westbrook's second in turnovers, but 
Harden has more turnovers in the season, but nobody says nothing. You want to know why? Because it's even worse. Because Westbrook is the main ball handler, and he still averages every turnover. That's why it's bad. Harden, like, he hands the ball so much, okay, you're going to have turnovers. They're not as ridiculous as Westbrook's turnovers. And I feel like you got to kind of scale back because I agree with you with the Anthony Davis thing, but some of that is rust too. Let's keep it very real. Let's keep it a being. Listen to this. Hear me out, all right? Go ahead. So we're going to do the NBA total turnovers leaders by season in the last 10 years. Starting I saw this already. He sent this to me. It's, it's been yes. Russ and Harden pretty much. It's mostly Harden. Russ has only done it for two years, which is 2018 and 2020. Okay. But other than that, Harden leads. But it's just like, why don't people talk about turnovers with Harden? I think it's because of how Westbrook plays. People just like... It's, it's, it's the way that they turn the ball over. But when Harden turns the ball over, yeah, he has some iffy passes, but none of a good amount of them aren't like, what the fuck are you doing? They're like, okay, someone simply stole it. But Westbrook, he'll be driving and he'll just like bounce the ball off his knee, you know? Or he'll be shooting and like it'll go <laughs> off the backboard. Like it's the way he does it. No, nah, that's it's shit, ridiculous. That shot was wicked. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, I, the Lakers roster. It's not good. They're older, so like, it's. It's not his pace. Yeah, the pacing is all <laughs> over the place. Because number Man. one, you still have LeBron. Like LeBron is older, but he can still somewhat keep up. AD is like, he's a bitch, so he's a little prissy. He's not always up and down the court. Russ is always 100, so like, the pacing is all over the place for Lakers. But I feel, no... I feel like Westbrook needs to play with this pace of basketball. I think he would be better with this pace of basketball. He needs – Russell Westbrook needs to – I want to say slow down, but, like, that's impossible for him because it's Russ. I don't – this is why he's such a tough play because it's tough to really determine, like, what he needs to do. And the thing is, I still think he's a top five PG all time or top six or seven. If you talk about just, like – yeah, if you talk about just, like, numbers accolades. and, like, accolades, sure, but he's just a tough way to put on a team. Like, he's not a point guard that I would want on my team. He drive me fucking crazy. Even when he brought the Wizards to the 10th seed along with Beal, like, he drove me fucking crazy. He just does – he just moves so fast. He has no feel for the game that a point guard has. He has no – touch to him he's just all like a hundred or nothing which is good in some instances and bad in instances where you just need to slow shit down like the person who's a focal point of the team tries to do lebron like they just don't mess it's two different yeah you got one nigga trying to slow the game down and get people involved you got the other nigga trying to go 100 miles per hour so it's like who tries to adjust here do you think lebron should adjust at all I said this when it first season first started. Yeah, but how? Now that we've seen games, how do you think he can adjust? I think he should be spot up. Like, I think he should be an off-ball scorer. Because Westbrook is still a good passer. He is. Like, he turns the ball over, yes, but he's still a good passer. And he does get other players involved. 
I think it would be because LeBron's been on a scoring tear. Yeah. He's been like 30, 35 points. I think that he needs to be, I think if Westbrook ups the pace of the team, because I think they're like the slowest team in the NBA. They're like last, almost last in fast break points. Okay, I don't know. Like, they're the slowest team and like last in fast break points. Last time I looked. So it's like, <sighs> I feel like will probably force them to actually play basketball. Because like, if not, shit, you're just going to fall with them. That's it. Yeah, you feel me? And I know LeBron ain't going to let that happen. So I oh, think nah. LeBron I think LeBron needs to be the one to just play off ball, score off ball, maybe get his five, six assists. You feel me? Unless he chasing stats low key, you feel me? Because you know he want to be top ten and everything. That there's definitely something in the back of his mind that that does that for sure. I, I know he'd I be feel, keeping. Yeah, I feel like he's like yo, like hold on, because if I do this, this, and this, I might be able to. You feel me? Yeah, he want that Kareem record. He looking like, well, if I get like twenty three, no, cause cause now he's been scoring. Yeah, like actually been scoring. So I think he's going for that Kareem. Oh yeah, he wants it. He wants it for sure. So I think he's chasing while playing. So pretty much, must be nice to be so good at something. You just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll I'll do it for greed too, and still bust niggas asses. Whatever. Um. Right under the Lakers, we have the Nuggets, only a half game behind. They're you right had at 500. I think you had them second. Let me see where I had them. Or you had them second or third. Uh, let me see. I just know. I know you had Suns, Utah, and Nuggets. Uh, do I have it written down? So my final standings were uh, I had Denver fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far, that's not looking good because the Grizzlies are fourth. Oh. I had the Grizzlies ninth. Or eighth, I'm sorry. No, wait, ninth. Um, Clippers are right under them. PG has been out for a minute now, so I'm assuming yeah. that's that's probably a big reason why. Um, did you, after Terrence Mann's game against Utah, did you think that he arrived, like he would arrive eventually? Were you on that wagon? No. Okay. He just had a good game because Gobert got exposed. Okay. And shout out Tyron Lou for making that adjustment. And shout out Terrence for making those shots. You feel me? Because you got to yeah. make the shot. Yeah. But I can't see that nigga dropping 43 again. Just, just saying. Nah. So, but and plus, it's a lot of pressure because, like, you know, Kawhi's not there, and I'm happy Kawhi resigned because I think Paul George will stay. That, like, yeah, um, they're, they're gonna win a championship. They're going to. You think they will? I really do. I hope they will. I don't know if but they will. Kawhi, I hope so. Like Kawhi is like Kawhi's one of the best playoff performers I've ever seen. For sure. Like he's up there. As far as playoff performance, he's like definitely it, like he has a defensive switch. Like he doesn't have to play much defense, but it's still a great defense. Not playing much defense, but when he flips that switch, like the last three games, yeah, Luca and like 
looking crazy. Had Donovan Mitchell looking crazy. Like, that's not healthy. Like, that's not okay. It's like, not healthy. I'm for real. Like, mentally, like, not healthy. Like, yeah, I got the best defender in the league on me or best on-ball defender on the league on me. But, mm-hmm. like, you could tell he's prioritizing offense. But it's like now he's prioritizing defense is still giving me 30, shooting 50, 40, 90. Like, he does that. That's not okay. I don't know what I would do if I had to deal with that. And plus, because of the rule changes, he's going to really be able to dig in. That's why I'm excited, you feel me? But, hey, man. We'll I see. Man. Yeah, we will see. That's fun, guy. Uh, I hope that PG is still able to continue to play well with him back, though. I I, I like what they were doing. You feel me? Like PG first half catching his groove, then boom, mm-hmm. quiet half and just controls the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we we're both right with the uh, the Timberwolves because they are right behind the Clippers, a half game only. They're at nine. I have them at nine, anyways. Um, yeah, cat, cat was good. He stemmed down. You know. Yo, he- he- he was the best shooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, uh, man. He should worry about winning games. That's, I think that's what he should do. Yeah. Wait, what did he say again? He was the best shooter all time. Uh, like, the best shooting big man all time. Oh, yeah. Nah. He's a very, very, very good shooter. But nah. He bugging on that. Did he say some other shit? And people were like, shut up, cat. What else did he say? Comment about Westbrook. Oh yeah, 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 that yeah, 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 yeah. That's instead yeah. of trying to win, but it's like nigga, you don't win. Yeah, you need to start winning games, buddy. Yeah, you can't really say much. Like, you don't fucking win games. So. That's true. Yeah, you got shut up on that. Uh, the Spurs are tenth, Kings eleventh, Blazers are twelfth. So, that's uh, I don't even want to talk about the Blazers. Them niggas just. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not what we can do about that. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's that's pretty much all we have. I mean, the All-Star break is coming up in what, like a month now? Yeah. moving so fast. Yeah, a month now, so we're going to be getting our list together for who should make it. I'm sure there's going to be some snubs on there. And, yeah, that's it. I mean. It's been a, a pretty interesting season. There are a few surprises. You know sure. Kyrie and uh, two people and votes combined? You said what? Kyrie might be all star game. He's played one game. Get the fuck out of here. I'm dead ass. He has more than Darius Garland and somebody else combined. He might make all-star. Like, he better not play in one game. Dude, he, he's going to. You better not. Hey, let I'll me check. The, let me check the votes right now. All star votes in the twenty twenty two. So, Curry and KD are leading. Okay, so I need to see the list. Okay. Um, 
if this is the list, I could be wrong. Okay, right now, Eastern Conference guards, it is DeMar DeRozan with one mil, mm-hmm. uh, James Harden second, Trey Young third, Zach Levine fourth, LaMelo fifth, mm-hmm. Kyrie sixth. Wow. So, you feel me? There's a lot of guards that enter the thing. Tyler Harrell eight, Darius Garland Ninth, Fred Van Vliet. That's who the other player was, Fred Van Vliet and Darius Garland combined. He has more than both of them. I hate voting. And I I don't think he'll pass LaMelo, actually. If he starts playing more, I think he will. But that's just me. That's insane. That's the thing about Kyrie. Like, Kyrie, even then being a halftime player-ass nigga, he could just drop, like, damn near 30 each game if he wants. For Giannis and KD got two mil, and B got a mil. Tatum fourth, Jimmy Butler fifth, Jared Allen six. He been hooping though, low key been hooping. Yeah, Bam out of bio seventh, Miles Bridges eight, Lamarcus Aldridge ninth, Wukovic tenth. Bridges is low. He should be higher. He's on a good but year. The, yeah, he's about to get MIP. But um, Western Conference guys, Luca two mil. I mean, I'm sorry, Curry at two mil. Yo, the the votes are crazy drop off for guards. Like Steph has two mil, and then Luca is next up with seven hundred. What the okay. fuck? Yeah, Jaw third, Clay fourth. See, man, like this Yo, is fan voting. <laughs> Yo, this is why you can't let people vote at all. No, because niggas be wilding, dog. <laughs> that man ain't play a lick. Yeah, you even step on the court. Hey, we don't even know how he's gonna look dribbling the Yo, basketball. That's wild, bro. Uh, Devin Booker. I know you're gonna be upset when I get further down on this. Devin Booker's fifth. Chris Paul sixth. Donovan Mitchell seventh. That's ridiculous. Eighth is Damian Lillard, and ninth is Russell Westbrook. And tenth is Anthony Edwards for the Western Conference front court. LeBron at two mil, Jokic at one mil, Paul George at one mil. Fourth is Andrew Wiggins with 900K. That is ridiculous. That's because of the record, though. So I can see him. 600K. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, 500, almost 600K. Carl Anthony Towns. This is all wait till you hit the next one. Carl Anthony Towns at 400K. Mello at 300K. Rudy Gobert at 200 and DeAndre Ayton at 177. That's the votings right now. That shit is horrendous. That shit is the that like the fact that Kyrie and Clay is on that list is just not not okay, bro. That shit's horrible. I know I didn't hear Carmelo. Yes, Carmelo's a. I know I didn't hear that. <laughs> I know I didn't hear it. Yeah, he's above Rudy Gobert. Probably <laughs> one of the best bigs in the league. Carmelo Anthony, bro. We gotta abolish voting. You know how like yeah. you know you know how we gave niggas rights to vote. We gotta abolish them now. Like yeah, bro. Like, is horrible. Like why? Honestly, why is Wiggins so high? I mean, he is starting to be liked because of Golden State. Yeah, Wiggins hooping, but he's but, he's not that high. No. But okay, wait, hold on. Let me go back because which one's surprise? Why is I mean it's Dane. So I but why is Donovan Mitchell so low? We got to abolish voting, dog. That's all I got to say. Abolish yeah. it. That shit is horrible. Come on now. All right, any last notes before we get out of here? 
No, no last notes. I think we covered everything we had to cover today. Yeah. We had a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Sunday. The the last week before a wild card yeah. weekend is always fun. Always. Yeah. So this is this is the best time of the year right here. All star break and we get into football playoffs. Yo, I don't know why I really think the Jags will beat the Colts. Quote me on this. I don't know what it sounds crazy, but I just don't know, bro. Stranger like, things have happened. I wouldn't put it past them at all. Yeah. All right, man, we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh thank you guys so much for the support. We got a lot bigger and better things coming this year. It's your boy Dabs. That's love. We out, man. Peace. See you guys next Peace. week.